Welcome to Music Makers San Diego, where we shine the light on local songwriters and their music, brought to you by the Barkin Blues Music and More concert, benefiting Little Angel Service Dog, starring Whitney Shea, Ron Houston, and the Berry Pickers and Jessica Muse. Thursday, August 25th at Courtyard in downtown San Diego to purchase tickets. Scan the QR code on the Barks and Blues flyer on our Instagram page. I'm your host, Gary Lee. My guest today is James Kramer. Welcome, James. Hey, how we doing, Gary? Thanks for having me. When did you first get into music? Did you listen much as a child? Well, it's, it's I, I like to think of it as two different starts to my musical journey, if you will, uh, into where I'm at today. Uh, my granddad was a uh, musician, country musician, back in the 40s and 50s, and uh, he used to go on deployments and whatnot, and uh, he would uh, make recordings in his house uh, and send them back to mom, as he called her, you know, my grandmother, and, uh-huh. and he would make recordings of him and his buddies, you know, uh, hanging out in the barracks and, and picking and grinning and playing Hank and Lefty and all those guys from the day, probably a bunch of names. I, I couldn't even tell you who they were if I tried, but he, he <laughs> I have hours of it. I was lucky enough to uh, actually get hold of uh, several of these old reel-to-reels. So uh, when I was growing up, I actually uh, kind of became his roadie. By, by then, he was retired from the military and retired from the postal work uh, service. And uh, he went to uh, the old folks' homes with a bunch of his picking and grinning buddies and he would go hang out with them and and play music. And I don't know, I was probably 10, 11, 12, kind of that age range. Mm -hmm. And I'd go spend the summers with him up in uh, West Texas. And uh, basically I had two functions the whole time I was there. Uh, I I was mandated to sing every Hank senior song. (laughs) That was job number one uh, because all the old folks loved it and and it was great. I had a blast. And then uh, my other job was to turn down the banjo player because he was going deaf and he kept turning up his amplifier. So, so I would sneak over behind him and crawl under his chair and turn down his amplifier for my granddad. And, and that's kind of where I I got started with (laughs) music, if you will. And uh, years go by and, and you do other things and uh, joined the Navy and started a family and ran off to see the world and all those other things. And I kind of left music other than some occasional karaoke uh, behind. Um, but I enjoyed, uh, I, I did something called live music karaoke, if you will. Uh, basically, a full band gets up there and plays and you get up and you sing with them. Uh, and I and I got up for one of these uh, at some place in Virginia, can't even remember where. And basically, I fell in love with being on stage. I was like, holy wow, this is just a blast with a band. I got to do this. <laughs> so, so those are kind of the two beginnings, if you will, of of wanting to be a performer and wanted to get into music. And uh, that's well, kind of where it all started, if you will. I, I like that uh, that concept of live band karaoke that's pretty cool it was a blast it was so much fun Uh, uh, there's i think there's a place that used to try and do it up in uh temecula really like recently yeah i thought i saw some postings on that i'm pretty sure they were they were doing it on one of the nights but uh it's it's amazing fun uh i mean i bet yeah yeah sounds like it would be yeah um so aside from from your grandfather was was music played a lot in your home oh sure um my mom uh, was a, a classic rock 
for for myself, I suppose. And but uh, a lot of CCR, uh, a lot of the '70s rock stuff was kind of the the basic home soundtrack, if you will, on a on any given Saturday or Sunday afternoon. Uh, you'd hear, uh, you know, a lot of Bad Company, Aerosmith, uh, all that, and, all that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, rock I'm from back then. Clearly, went blank on the other one, but uh, Fleetwood Mac was uh-huh. another one that was, you know, often blasted in the house and uh, Eagles, etc. So a lot of that. Uh, I didn't really get a, a country infusion until the late '80s, uh, and. Uh, I discovered uh, there was a huge explosion in country music for for those that don't follow it uh, around the late 80s. Uh, they call it the class of 89. But uh, Travis Tritt, Garth Brooks, uh, Brooks and Dunn. Of course, uh, George Strait was huge already by then. But you know there was just this huge explosion in country music in the late 80s. And, and that captured me, uh, particularly Randy Travis. I remember buying my first cassette tape. Uh, of of Randy Travis and I, I played it till it broke. <laughs> well, that you know, also uh, Urban Cowboy introduced country music oh, to yeah. a lot of people that were not familiar with. Oh it. yeah, the early eighties uh, was that was a was a big part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. When did you start playing guitar? <laughs> well, uh, I when I was a kid and hanging out with my granddad, he played anything with strings on it, um, and he had them all. And so I begged him when I was in my, my teens for a guitar. Granddad, I want a guitar, I want a guitar. Well, uh, he, we didn't have a lot of money at the time, and, and I didn't have any concept of what a guitar cost or, or was. But he bought me a guitar at a garage sale, and it was held together with house screws huh. and uh, some, some, like, Elmer's glue. And wow. I don't know. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was, a, it was a hot mess. And, and the string sat, I, I don't know, it felt like six inches off the fretboard. So I, I tried really hard to uh, learn a few chords and, and figure out how to play guitar. Uh, and, and long story short, uh, I, I ended up with a lot of hurting fingers and, and very little music <laughs> to uh, account for it. But uh, I, I actually didn't pick up a guitar properly and, and start wanting to do the, the band thing until I was in my late 20s. Uh, I think I was 27, 28 before mm. I picked up a guitar. And uh, basically, I just hunker down every night for hours at a time with chord charts. Uh, back then you had to go online and print them mm-hmm. uh, off the internet, right. you know, or something and, and try to get them in, in your hand and try and figure out how to do it. And I just kept beating away at it until I managed it. Uh, I still don't consider myself a guitar player, by the way. Uh, most of the time, this is purely used to uh, hide my pot belly and give me <laughs> something to do while real, real musicians play music. <laughs> Do you play? Do you play any other instruments? Uh, I tinker around on most of the things with strings. Uh, you know, I, I've got. I was lucky enough to inherit most of my granddad's uh, instruments, and I don't even consider them mine. They're, I'm just holding them for the family. You know, I want them to stay in there. Uh, they're they're not particularly value of any sorts, but uh, they're important to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, I, I've got a steel guitar at home that you know, yeah, basic three chord song. I can probably slide you through it and. You know, mandolins and dobros and and all the twelve string guitars and you know we can tinker with all those. Piano is probably the one that I wish I could play the most. Uh, unfortunately, the my two hands have decided that they don't want to communicate. So I can I can listen to a song and I can kind of pick out the low end and I can kind of pick out the high end, but they be don't dead work together, gu- huh? Be dead gummed if I can get the two to work together <laughs> at all. So. 
So you dabble in, in I other dabble, instruments, but I not professionally. No, no, I don't even consider myself a professional at <laughs> what I'm supposed to be playing right now. I, I know people pay me for it, but I don't, haven't figured out why for the life of me. <laughs> uh, you're going to play three original songs for us today. Uh, tell us about the first one. Uh, so the first one um, is actually the only song that uh, uh, we wrote. I'm, I'm in a band called Barbed Wire, a local honky-tonk band, and it's the only song that was actually written as a, a group effort, if you will. We jamming around in practice one day. We got bored and, and an idea. And, and I don't know. I think it's kind of a trope, but it's also kind of true at, People write about what they know, what they experience, what mm -hmm. they either what they had experienced or what they are experiencing or what they imagine other people are experiencing. And I think for musicians, life on the road is is kind of uh, a, a joined experience. You can't you can't get away from it, if you will. So so this song was kind of born out of uh, life on the road and wanting to wanting to see the crowd engaged and, and have a good time. It's a, it's a little song called Favorite Song. Took us two weeks to get here Living on the road Playing every honky-tonk Trying to make our way the next big show Still can smell the whiskey On my microphone Playing for the people It's the only way I really feel at home So dance us, my friends Love to sing along You're playing your favorite song Going out of Memphis We hit the open road Chain-smoking Marlboros Hoping this so forward Get us home So dance us, my friends Laugh and sing along Play your favorite song Play your favorite song 
song, baby song, baby song. You mentioned that uh, that you're in the band uh, Barbed Wire. Uh, according to the Barbed Wire website, you play a mix of current country, red dirt country, time-tested classics, and some good old American rock. What is red dirt country? So um, red dirt country is kind of uh, a, a slang term for a lot of the stuff that comes out of uh, Texas, particularly northern Texas and Oklahoma. That's where all the, the red dirt is, is kind of from. And uh, we like alternate country, I guess you could say. Some guys that are up and coming and, and even the guys that aren't from necessarily red dirt sometimes get clumped into that particular genre, but uh, Cody Johnson is one of them. Mm -hmm. and, and now he's a national star. Uh, right, he, he's right. recently been picked up. He's coming here to play, I don't know, one of the stadiums here soon. I'm, I'm sure I've already overpaid for his tickets, but they're well worth it. <laughs> I love that dude. Watching him in his concert is great, but yeah, uh, so it, Red Dirt Country kind of came out of that uh, area, if you will, and and it, I think it's a nice mix between uh, rock and country, if you will. If you listen to uh, a lot of the artists from that area, they're, they're definitely classic rock infused with country themes and a and a twang if you will to to the vocalist okay yeah that's the first uh first time i heard that uh that uh term yeah i mean I, i've heard the song red dirt road from uh brooks and dunn brooks and dunn yeah yeah but never heard uh red dirt country yeah so that's that's kind of where it's it's from um there there's casey donahue kind of falls into that category um so yeah so uh, those are some of the people you're listening to these days uh, I listen to a lot of folks. Uh, I these days my my current playlist kind of ranges from, uh, I guess they're calling it kind of like an Appalachian country that's kind of mm. making a resurgence. There's a, a, a fellow named Tyler Childers that is uh, amazing, and he's influenced a whole slew of new artists to come out with kind of that mountain country kind of a song, but it's 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 upbeat and fun. Uh, there's also um, I like the Steel Woods. Uh, they're going to be playing. Actually, they're opening up for Cody. Steel Woods is kind of Southern rock. And, uh, and along that vein, I listen to a lot of uh, Whiskey Myers and uh, Cadillac 3, uh, Paul Cawthon. Um, but I like a lot of the mainstream guys, too. Um, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of um, Chris Stapleton, of course. And He's incredible. Oh, Chris just makes me want to simultaneously throw my guitar on the floor and stomp on it while vowing never to sing again. That's <laughs> kind of how Chris makes me feel about it. He's just so amazingly talented. And, uh, you know, I go down rabbit holes and I had actually found Chris uh, probably two years before his big album hit and everybody knew his name and he was coming here to play. And uh, and I kick myself daily that I didn't go see him at this teeny tiny small venue. I was like, ah, I'll catch him next time he's around. And the next yeah. time he was around, he he's blew up. And you know, uh, yeah, you yeah, you can go see him, but you're gonna see him from you know 200 yards away because <laughs> yep. you know he's just that big. Um, and you'll be paying more yeah. money too. Yeah, yeah, to go see him now. And uh, I like a guy named Sturgill Simpson. Yeah, he's good too. Uh, he's like he, he's got a wide range of of musical. Entries, if you will. So you're, you're basically listening to the country music 
genre, any other uh, styles of music that you're into? Well, like the uh, Steel Woods and the uh, Whiskey Myers and Cadillac 3, they're kind of southern rock, much uh-huh. heavier dual guitars, uh, slung low and, and played heavy and, you know, uh, no, I, I pretty much stick in, in my lanes of Southern rock and country, uh, and try to go whatever, whatever rabbit hole feeds me that day, uh, to, to names. Most people probably have never heard Jackson Dean and the, these, these guys that are maybe have one or two songs that, that are hits, if you want to call it that. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of some of the names that you mentioned. Yeah. Um, myself, so um, now I got to go check them out. Right, right. We'll have to dig into the rabbit hole. Uh, you are listening to uh, Music Makers San Diego. I'm talking with James Kramer today. What's uh, the second song you're going to play for us? Oh well, let's see if we can find that here. Um, you know, I, I think uh, for the for our second entry, if you will, uh, let's do one called Long Hard Ride. It's the debut off of our uh, title track, if you will, off our EP. We released it. Uh, Three years ago, just before the the, the world shut that, down, right? The world shut down. The pandemic <laughs> that shall not be named. Um, <laughs> we we basically released it, and it was nominated for uh, San Diego Music Award for Best Country Album for that year. And it was uh, actually recorded by Jeff Berkeley. You probably oh, know he's yeah. he's from out here. And he's been oddly on enough, before. we lost that award to Jeff Berkeley's album that particular. Oh, did you really? <laughs> <laughs> Congrats, Jeff. We love you, man. But now, uh, yeah. So this is our title track off of it called "Long Hard Ride." Whenever you're ready. Sins. Set a sad smoke 
And my perfume in the wind Hang that says you have any last words Before the end It's a long hard ride A long hard ride A long hard Do you ever uh, do any solo gigs, or is it always with the band? No, we uh, actually started doing some acoustic stuff again. Uh, I used to do a lot more, but life gets busy, and, and you try to find time for it all. But uh, I've done some acoustic dig- gigs down at uh, Cerveza Jack's uh, recently, and uh, honestly, a big part, I'm taking them, so my uh, son at home caught the music bug. Uh, he's actually a, a better musician than me. He plays bass and guitar and working on piano and uh, and he's he's much more musically knowledgeable than I am he, he it was a funny one night we were uh, me and my piano player were working on some songs just trying to pick them out by ear and kind of see what we might want to add to the band with the piano and we were struggling we, we just couldn't find this note we, we'd listen to the track and go, no what, what is it no is he playing that nope is he playing that nope is he playing that nope my son in the other room screams out it's a C sharp. <laughs> so sure enough, it uh, we, we tried it and it was a C sharp. So uh, at any rate, I've been doing some acoustic gigs just to get him out there. He actually had his uh, first paying gig at 17. So the nice. Poor kid has now been sucked into the vortex. <laughs> that <laughs> is music. That is live music. <laughs> uh, what um, What's your um, songwriting process like? So mostly I have a, a, I like to start with kind of a, a melody and, and kind of hum through it, if you will, or, or, oh, that's a cool combination of chords. And what does that make me feel? And, and you know, you always have ideas of kind of taglines or, or pieces of choruses that you might have uh, picked up along the way or stuck in your brain somewhere. And so, so usually it starts with that. Uh, that last song we played, Long Hard Ride, was kind of a, a, a different process for that one. We actually set out to write uh, uh, a southern rock version of uh, Out in the West Texas, Town of El Paso, right? This yeah. We wanted this theme, this western feeling theme of, of, of being an outlaw and on the run and, uh, you know, and, and so that that actually was written with the specific purpose, but most of the time it, it's just me sitting around with a guitar and kind of plucking out until a melody hits my ear or a certain, uh, I'll pick up a new chord, you know, uh, which isn't hard when you only know like four of them. So, you know, when you, when you find that fifth chord, you're like, oh, that's kind of fun. I wonder if I can write a song to that. <laughs> um, do you write with uh, the band members as well or just by yourself? Um, the ones on the EP were um, written with the band. So uh, favorite song, the first song that we played there, uh, that was actually written uh, in its entirety with all the band members involved, throwing lines out, mm-hmm. working through chord progressions or, or what we wanted to do for that one. Um, the... Uh, Long Hard Ride was written with my old lead guitar player. Uh, he's retired now, but um, basically me and him sat down and 
chugged through that one, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. But most of the songs that I that I write, I, I would say, kind of come solo. I, I I haven't had always a lot of luck co-writing with people. It, it's really hard. Uh, I would really love to be a fly on the wall in Nashville where they throw two random songwriters or three random songwriters in a room and 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 out comes some massive hit. You right. know, I'd, I'd love to just see what is going through their brain and, and how they work through those those things. What their process is like. Right. Um, what's the third song you're going to play? That's a great question. You know, I, now this one I didn't write. Um, so I'm a believer in finding good songs. And uh, we actually released this song. Uh, we were literally in the recording studio in Santee when uh, the pandemic hit and everything shut down. And, and we had to go out and I actually had to, the, the studio wouldn't let us back in. So I ended up having to get the tracks and mix it down and, and master it myself. Um, so this one was written uh, by uh, a fellow named Craig Fisher uh, out of Ramona. And he's a, to me, he's a brilliant songwriter. He's, uh, I've been over to his house. He's literally got, I don't know, two giant six inch note binders with just page after page of songs and being a Texas boy, uh, I, I found this song in his collection of goodies. And, uh, I said, Oh, my band's got to record that. Let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. And, uh, you let me do it. So it's a little song called San Antone. Have I been gone? Has it been that long? And how many nights have you slept alone? I don't want to know. Cause I had planned to turn around and head back home. I was driving through the night past San Antonio I broke down on the side of the road Broken down side of the road Maybe I never again be the one Could you ever forgive what I've done? Will you miss me if I never come back home? I was driving through the night past San Antonio And I broke down on the side of the road Broken down in San Antonio Such answers in stars Find my way back to your heart Alone in the dark
this is the part where the real musicians would play cool stuff. Try to use your imagination, right? Now the sky's on here on their own. Do you ever feel like being alone? Will you miss me if I never come back home? I'll drive in through the night past San Antonio. I broke down on the side of the road Broken down and set in tone Broken down and set in tone Oh, I'm broken down and set in So how can people find out where you're performing? Uh, where can they learn more about you? And where can they check out or purchase your music? Your music? Okay, yeah. So you can find us at uh, www.barbwirecountry.com or Barbwire Country on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and, and all those places. Uh, as far as finding our music, uh, it, it's easy to find on Pandora and Amazon, YouTube Music. Etc. We're on all the major distribution platforms, so you can find us. Uh, just keep in mind, if you go online and you uh, search for the word barbed wire, you are going to end up with a really bad Pamela Anderson movie from the uh, 90s. So look for barbed wire country and uh, you'll find us then. Uh, our calendar is up to date on our website and our calendar is up to date on Facebook. So feel free to check us out. We're going to be playing Renegade tonight uh, which is out in east county hope to see a big old crowd out there on the dance floor and then we're also going to be doing uh now this show i i rarely book a double show uh two shows in the same day it's it's very hard logistically to make that work but they told me i'd have the opportunity to play with the farmers who are uh, san diego legends yeah really definitely and uh, farm truck and I could not turn down the possibility. So uh, we are going to be playing with uh, those fine fellows and Sarah Petit, if you haven't had a chance to interview her. She's a great lady uh, and a good songwriter. Uh, so we're going to be playing with all three of those at the uh, Lakeside Rodeo Grounds on September 17th. Those tickets are $25, I believe. And then uh, we're also going to be playing uh, more more up and coming would be the Ramona Rodeo. Uh, we're going to be playing directly after the rodeo on the 26th of August, Friday night. Uh, and the show will kick off as soon as the rodeo ends, right around 10 o'clock. And uh, we'll, we'll kick up some dirt and toss back a few adult beverages and, and have a good time. All right. Uh, James, thank you for being on the show today. It's been Appreciate a pleasure. Appreciate you having me. It was a good pleasure, time. Uh, pleasure meeting you, having you on the show as a guest. I'll have to come check out Barbara Wire sometime. Perfect. Uh, that does it for this episode of Music Maker San Diego, brought to you by the Bark and Blues Music and More concert, benefiting Little Angel Service Dogs, starring Whitney Shea, Ron Houston, and the Berry Pickers and Jessica Muse. Thursday, August 25th at Courtyard in downtown San Diego. Tickets are available at Eventbrite, or scan the QR code on the Barks and Blues flyer on our Instagram page. Until next time, I'm Gary Lee. Have a good one.